This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Vic Aladev, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I'm very well, thank you. The, uh, of course, the reaction and the uh, fallout from the war continues uh, and uh, the rhetoric in Australia seems to be getting a lot worse. What is the, what is the latest? Well, the, the latest significant uh, situation is that, is that and uh, full disclosure, I was involved in getting a law passed. Uh, this is Section 93Z of the Crimes Act. And that was in my former role as CEO of the Board of Deputies. And that was the law which, in theory, should outlaw incitement to violence on the basis of race, religion, gender, sexual preference. Now, given what has been happening here in Sydney in the last few weeks and months, where we have unfortunately had a number of religious leaders issuing the most vile speeches against Jews, it was, that was the law which should have kicked in. And what it seems to have happened is that the law is not strong enough. And so the Premier of this state, to his credit, has now an, announced a couple of days ago he will launch a review into that law and he's appointed a former chief justice to conduct the review with a view to making it tighter and stronger so to protect people from those who will you know inciting mm, violence mm. Uh, on base of race and religion and so now this has attracted literally and and we're talking about again sermons which have uh, spoken about parables about killing jews describing jews as rats and descendants mm. of pigs uh, and multiple calls for violence against Jewish people. And as the Premier said, there's no place in the state for hate speech or incitement to violence of any sort. This is a multicultural nation, multicultural state, and we don't accept this. So, so there has been widespread praise and commendation for this, certainly from the Jewish community and also from uh, prominent Muslim leaders, Hindu leaders, and others. Where it has got complicated is that as recently as yesterday, the president of the Australian National Imams Council has said that this review is targeting Muslim people. And uh, which is obviously, and now the Premier obviously is denying that, said nothing of the sort, and basically saying that, you know, if, if, if you're not conducting, engaging in hate speech or violence, etc., what are you worried about? You know, everyone should be protected, and, and this law is designed to protect everyone uh, from this sort of thing. So, so this is the main, uh, this is the primary f- focus right now. As I say, it's, it's attracting front, has attracted front page attention. Obviously, uh, Jewish leaders are totally, strongly endorsing this, and significantly, as have, as have a number of other faith leaders. Mm-hmm. But, but the rhetoric is is just becoming really problematic. Is there is there a way to reverse this? Well, the rhetoric is indeed problematic, and 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 the what is being concerning is that either either our state and federal governments have not uh, adapted to the changed reality reality in which we find ourselves, where people are making such inflammatory, threatening statements. Either that or the law is, in fact, not strong enough to be effective and is not fit for purpose. And interestingly, there was a piece 
in the media um, about British legislation which said that threatening, abusive or insulting words against a person or group are outlawed in Britain. And if any of the sorts of statements which I've just been citing were said in Britain, they would be violating the law. They would be breaking the law. And yet uh, here, as I've just been mm. illustrating, uh, these terrible speeches have not been deemed to have broken the law, which, you know, which has, um, and also I should mention that in November, so two months ago, there was already a tightening of the law, I mentioned 93Z, but clearly it was not tightened enough. And so which has prompted now the Premier of this state to say we're going to have a formal review led by a former Chief Justice who's highly regarded and uh, to look into this law. And, and the terms that I've seen is that this review will run for about three months. And, um, and in the meantime, obviously, one hopes there aren't more such uh, because the other issue which, which, which comes up is if there is a tightening of this law, will it be retroactive or, or not? And um, one report I've seen said it will not be retroactive. So in other words, those who have made these terrible statements uh, will get away with it or already have got away with it, but it would, it would theoretically um, stop others doing it, or if they do do it, it will be subject to you know, punitive mm, action. Mm, mm. So, so it's um, yeah. So it's uh, yeah. It's it, it's uh, unfortunately it doesn't sound like there is a an immediate solution to this type of rhetoric at all, though. Uh, it exactly it doesn't, and and also an unfortunate uh, uh, byproduct of this is that you now have a one of the most prominent Muslim leaders in the country, president of the Australian National Imams Council saying that this review is targeted against mm, his mm. community and which the premier is obviously flatly refuting and saying no it's not it's to protect everyone and so so it's uh yes it's a uh, yeah it's it's crazy because in truth no one should have a problem with it why, why should anybody well, have a problem uh, because in reality the muslim community will be protected as well well exactly right no community should be threatened and, and if any community is engaging in this well then that person or individual should be you know should be targeted by the law so exactly right the uh, let's uh, just to talk about australia day because as we've seen around the world uh, many many events related unrelated connected to the the palestinian cause uh, effectively hijacked by it is there a danger that australia day will go the same way hopefully not having said that now australia day is coming up uh, this friday australia 26 uh, january 26 and that is the anniversary of in, on this date in 1788, so 236 years ago, when Captain Cook arrived here. So the first non-indigenous, uh, non-Aboriginal settlers in this country. And so January 26 is marked every year as Australia Day, and it's a nationwide celebration. That said, um, uh, some indigenous Aboriginal leaders call it Invasion Day. So, you know, Allah the Nakbas instead of mm. uh, independence in Israel. But, but what makes it relevant right now is that the, um, there's one particular member of parliament who has a very hardline character, and she has said that she is going to, quote, 
embrace the Palestinian cause on Invasion Day. Mm. So, and, and what we've seen is there's, a, there's a, a mantra which is often used by indigenous leaders, which, which goes, always was, always will be. And what that's about is, is that Aboriginal people have been on this land for 65,000 years, and even though there's been uh, British immigration and multicultural from 200 communities, it always was, always will be, at the end of the day, Aboriginal land. Fine, fair enough. But what we are seeing now is a very um, crafty, dare I say, sneaky conflating of the Aboriginal story and Palestinian issues. So, so oh, I have two lines which. Yeah, it, yeah. Because the original was, Palestinians were Aboriginals, be. or what? Gets so confusing. Exactly. And so I've seen lines which says, always was, always will be from the river to the sea. So, <laughs> Did no one tell them Australia's an island? Well, <laughs> and, and so a very crafty, sneaky, mm. conflating oh, of genuine Aborigin Aboriginal people to saying that the Palestinian people are the true indigenous people of Israel. And uh, so always was, will be from the river to the sea. So... <laughs> It's, uh, uh, it's actually amazing because, I mean, obviously it's the same thing in South Africa where you see this incredible, um, I don't know, a satisfaction almost of just giving up your own cause and your own history to somebody else. You know, so, so South Africans have given up apartheid to the Palestinians. They've given it up because they've, the, the meaning is not the same. They've just given up the word. They've just, just given up their own history. Uh, for, for, for somebody else and here we're seeing the same thing it's just bizarre I don't understand it you know all these things can be true at the same time you can have Palestinian history Aboriginal South African all of, you know but they're not all the same and it's just important before we mention just, uh, just as a qualifier that there are prominent Aboriginal leaders who totally refute uh, refute this claim uh, and say that you know Israel, uh, the Jews are the true indigenous people in Israel and that this is a nonsense. So it's just important to put that balancing me uh, message out there as well. Absolutely. Vic Aladef, thank you. As always, Vic is the former CEO of uh, the Jewish Board of Deputies in New South Wales.